It's been a long time. Are we recording? <laughs> yeah, I remember recording oh. now. Um, this is the Awkward Goodbye Podcast. Awkward Goodbye. I'm sorry. Awkward, this is the Awkward, awkward Goodbye Podcast. Newly newly branded Awkward Hello Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Toby. I'm James. Uh, it's been a while. Oh, really? Like, really long. I think that last time I've seen you. Uh, probably. It's like months? Yeah. Several months. Yeah. A lot's happened since then. I drive um, trucks. He drives, he's a professional driver now. I do. I drive trucks across the country, so it's hard for me to do things like this, I guess. Right. You can, you can listen to them, though. I can. I, I'm a professional podcast listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, let's just get into it, because I don't have that much time. But, so, yeah. we just ranted about how much we hate Spider-Man Far From Home for like the last 25 minutes. Yeah. And I'm pretty jazzed up right now, yeah, so I'm really energetic. Energy, right, right. You know, um, we both didn't like I jumped movie. up and down really ecstatically at one point. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a bad movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I like to call it Spider-Man Far From Good. Uh, <laughs> they did a bad job. That, oh, that's good. They did my boy dirty. That's Yeah, they did. They did my they, boy Pete dirty. They and, really uh, did. We're both feeling things right now so this yeah. is going to be exciting so if you don't know the premise of the podcast um, well, I mean we talk a lot about a lot of things award season I mean it's not been a good year uh, movie wise we have, are, are in the middle of a very boring year yeah not like I don't yeah we, we can just call it a bad year because when there's a lot of th- interesting things happening Outside of cinema, uh, outside of the theater, yeah, like you know Disney Fox, uh, Disney Fox merger, Disney Plus coming down the pike, yeah. Amazon, um, uh, Apple, Facebook, all everything's kind of coming together. Um, we have a new president of the Academy. Like, there's a lot of things that are kind of happening, but as, as far as actual movies go, nothing, not that much. Yeah, there's... even like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, Tarantino's a guy who he puts a movie out and everyone gets excited, right? Or they get or or excited. they get annoyed. I didn't say positive. Okay, no, no, okay, there's, yeah, there's exactly. excitement. Yeah, and positive or negatively, even, right? Even this one, you know, it seems like everyone is kind of like, yeah, it's a Tarantino movie. Yeah, you know? and then we're all ready for you know whatever is next. And, right, uh, right. But uh, so the so the premise of the podcast is uh, we have a we have actors in a hat. We have a literal hat with actors' names in it. We pull the hat, we pull the name out, and we talk about that actor for a, for a little bit. Right. So. Our podcast is called the Awkward Goodbye Podcast, but what we actually do is pull actors out of a hat. Yes. That's yeah. It's kind of like a, a double thing. <laughs> we have like two titles. We have like a main segment that we do. Right. And this is it. This is it. Uh, you might be able to hear the papers rustling around. Yes. So we're gonna pull an actor out of this hat. Uh, you wanna pull a name out? I'll pull a name out. I'm gonna whip up my IMDb just to get that ready. Okay. Good. Uh, just to have you know a little bit of a, a guiding hand. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bring that over here. All right. I'll pull a name right out of there. I'm a little nervous. I always am. You never know. Gonna, I've, got one, I've got one in my hand. I'm okay. going to make you guess. We usually wait, do wait, this is right. It, is, it, is it crumpled or is it oh, is no. a good one? Uh, I mean, it's, it's fine. Oh, okay. Have you ever done it before? No, we haven't done it. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, we're doing we're doing a, an actress. Okay. This this is. I really like her. Okay. Um, good hint here. Um, Have they won an Oscar? I don't think so. Have they been nominated for an Oscar? Probably. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you just because I want to say it. But she's the motherfucker who found this place. Oh, Chastain. <laughs> yeah, we're doing... Oh, that's interesting. Oh, she has been nominated before twice. Yeah. Okay. For that, right? Uh, she was nominated for Zero Dark 30 and she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in The Help. She's interesting. 
Cool. Because she's kind of on a losing streak right now. Yeah. And um, it's really disappointing. Especially because yeah, we're, we're probably going to end this uh, on a down note, right? Yeah. It's, okay, so I love Jessica Chastain. Yeah, we're um, doing Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Um, yeah. If she come out front. She was um, born in Sacramento, California. No. What? Yeah, you're right. Okay, born in okay, yeah. Sacramento, California. Doesn't know who her father is. Get a little personal there. Um, she doesn't? No. I think she's 40, 41. I'm pleased to announce on this podcast I am Jessica Chastain's father. So, Jessica, if you're listening... Breaking news! I'm sorry I've been gone all these years, <laughs> and that I'm half your age. <laughs> Daddy's home! No. <laughs> um, she's married to Italian... I don't want to say count, but an Italian businessman, so... That's interesting. Cool. Yeah. But um, she went to Juilliard. Um, Robert, Robert Williams basically funded her trip to Juilliard. Williams? Robert yeah, Williams? Robert Williams, yeah. Um, went to school at Oscar Isaac. Uh, Al Pacino wow. discovered her. I knew this about Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing this off the top of my head, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Me from getting no, you're, wrong. you're go ahead. You're, and you're the her first year, I mean, she did a couple films here and there. Like her first big year was 2011. Yes. Where she, I think, she had seven films that year or something like that. Uh, six films. Six. Okay, six and films. And a short film. Okay. And then did she do anything in 2010 or 11, nine? Or? Uh, she's got a movie in 2010. She's, she's her first movie is in 2008. Okay. Uh, a movie called Jolene. That's it, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but no, right out of the gate... 2011 the, is... It's the big year, yeah. Wow, is it... it there's, okay, two so Two of these are just... There's The Debt? No. Which one? The Debt is 2010. Okay, okay, so that's when I first saw it. So, yeah. I remember seeing that in theaters, 2010 was The Debt. But 2011, it's The Help, um, yeah, the Tree help of Life. The Tree of Life, which are just like... <clears throat> I mean, I... The Tree of Life is one of those movies where it's like it's more than a movie. It's yeah. like this explosive thing, and like the help. I mean, but so I mean, read, read off, read so, off. So in idea. 2011, you got Take Shelter. That's right, of course. Uh, you say of course, as if I should know what Take Shelter is. You haven't seen Take? Oh my no, god! Let's, see, let's click on this. I okay, no, shelter. no. Before you click on, it, I just gotta okay. say, okay, I did it for her. Take Shelter, you would love that movie. Oh, it's a James movie? It's a James movie, absolutely. Right, I'll add it to the list. Okay. Oh, I'm Jeff Nichols. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Oh, oh wow. Oh, man, Michael Shannon's in it? It's his best performance. That's that's saying a lot. I know. I've seen Kangaroo Jack. I, I've i seen Premium Rush, <laughs> man. It's his best movie. Cool. All right. I'm glad to have a new movie to watch. All right, so yeah, she does Take Shelter this year. She does a movie called Coriolanus. Yeah, uh, Ray Fiennes, who's doing Shakespeare. Rafe. Uh, Tree of Life, The Help, yeah. Wild Salome. Yeah, yeah, that was the one I was thinking of. Uh, Texas Killing Fields. <clears throat> okay, That's so... a lot of movies to be in in one year. Yeah, and of course, you know how movies work, you know, things are... Sure, you know, shelved or whatever. Yeah, shelved or shot at different years, and it comes... It, it all, yeah, really, but just the exposure in one year, that's gotta be Just huge. exposure in one year. So, like, right out of the gate 2011, it's like, okay, this is like new It Girl. Who is this person? Who right. is... Just like, she's dynamic, she's like, all these different movies, all these different movies, all these different faces you can kind of see her in. And she kind of just comes out like she's like the the latest flavor of the year, basically. Yeah. Um. You, I mean, see, so you mentioned the big. I mean, for me, it's the big three with Take Shelter as well, where she plays um, Michael Shannon's wife. Um, Lucky. Both of them. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, I'll take either one. Um. No, but the big two, I guess, would be Trio Life and The Help. For The Help, that's what she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress that year. That's more of an exposure thing. It's more of an exposure thing. I've never seen The Help, but... Uh, I've seen most of The Help. It's... I'm never going to watch The Help. Nor should you, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be a thing I do. Um, no, but it's funny because... there's Okay, so they're in on the joke, but there's a joke that Bryce Dallas Howard and Jessica Chastain are the same person. Yes, yes, I know. They're both in the movie. Oh, that's really funny. Uh, and Jessica Chastain plays a blonde. 
Okay. So, I guess, yeah. it's just kind of funny in those regards. Yeah, but yeah. no, Jessica Chastain is nominated, along with Terry Spencer, who won the Oscar for The Help. Bill Davis is nominated. So it's this big movie that makes a lot of money, really, like, it's a big exposure. Yeah. Right, right, right. Best, nominated for Best Picture as well. And, you know, she's doing the Southern Belle thing. She's really good in it. Yep. Um, she eats that pie. You don't know. Never mind. Um, it's a shit pie, right? It's a shit pie. She yeah. eats a poo-poo pie. It, I've heard. Fried green tomato, same thing. Yeah. Uh, well, except... One's actually made by a person that was killed, and one's poop. Either way, it's a pie you shouldn't eat. <laughs> it's a movie you shouldn't watch. It's a movie you shouldn't watch. <laughs> Even Viola Davis has come out and said, yeah... Not so much? Not so much anymore. But, um... Listen, she's won a roster. She's Viola Davis. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. She, she certainly can. But, um... Yeah, so she gets nominated for that, and that's that's almost like an earpoint. Like, oh, no, this person... This is almost, not like Meryl Streep, like, you know, uh, after, like, uh, Deer Hunter, like, that kind of thing. But it's yeah. like, no, this is, like, the next great actress. Right. The next great American actress. Yeah. I um, mean, we should also say, she's so incredible in The Tree of Life. I was going to say, with The Tree of Life. Like, yeah. Like you said, that, that's more of like, that's like an experience. That's his first, that's Mal- Terrence Malick's first movie since The New World. So it's been six years. Right, um, yeah. Won the can, won the Palm of the York can. Yep. Uh, nominated for Best Picture Director and other other awards. Yep. Um, hey, I'm hot take. Pretty good movie. Pop. It's <laughs> it's known to be a really good movie. I don't know if you guys have heard about this movie, The Tree of Life, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's like you said, it's an experience. Yeah. Um, and it's an experience I love, even though I'm not really, I, I don't, I have questions about the end. Not any questions. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just vibing with everything else. But after, and then the end comes on. And it's like it may be heaven. It may be purgatory. It may be allegorical. Cool. It may be literal. I'm cool with that because. Um, no, I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I love like the Texas stuff and the universe stuff so much. And then when we get the blew my brain off. No, same here. And then when we get to that part at the beach, I'm just like, all right, I guess, I guess, I guess, no, not even that. Yeah. For me, it's like, okay, we're, I guess we're at the end of the uh, movie. Especially, I mean, that beach shit. Is so Should we just talk about the tree of life the rest of the time? I'm uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Malakast. Um, don't, don't, don't do that because I'll actually do, we'll do it. Yeah. Can we can we do a minute by minute podcast of each of his movies? Yes. Absolutely. Done. All right. That's what this, we're, that's we're, what we're this is covered about. for a while. <laughs> yes, we um, are. <laughs> but in real time, we will have to take a 20 year break. Um, <laughs> well, so, so we the thing about. That shit with the Tree of Life, and honestly, his next three movies that follow, where people kind of make fun of him for just like, I don't know, like everyone's just twirling in his movies. Mm-hmm. I've, I've recently kind of just came up with this idea. What if Cirque du Soleil does a Terrence Malick movie? Jesus. And just everyone's just. It's all twirling. It's just he twirling leans into and it. Just, it's all elements <laughs> and like there's no there's nothing like there's no narrative. But it's funny because I know people are kind of. Is Malik more? Is, is he kind of come, come, becoming a character of himself? With like, like because after Tree of Life was to the Wonder, right? Um, to the Wonder, Night of Cups. Yeah, he does that like triple header of just like song to song, song to song, and Voyage of Time is in there. It's more of like a documentary. That's a documentary. Yeah. yeah. Um, hot take. I like I mean, maybe not to the Wonder, but I liked Night of Cups and um, Song yeah. to Song. I kind of like where he, I, he was in the he was like in the space where he kind of. Again, for my for my money, he kind of transcended plot and story. Oh yeah, and he kind of entered like this elemental phase, of, like poetry on film. It, it, it's it, 
those three movies are literally just poetry. It's, right. They're no, paintings. They're yeah. They're just like you just sit down and experience yeah. like feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's yeah. like I and again I understand for some people it's like okay, what is this? It's like yeah, it, it's especially it, to the wonder. Like to the wonder's little. That's the one that's hard to watch. Yeah, that, that, that was a little gamey. But yeah. the other, I really like the other yeah, two. Night of Cups and Song of Song are pretty good. I really like Song of Song. I like Night of Cups, but it's like I, I, I like I said, I just love the experience of seeing these people in their lives through a manic lens. Yeah. And I really liked how he kind of, I mean, he's, we're getting a hidden life this year. Yes, thank God. Yeah. But it, it seems like he, even he's been on the record as himself saying like, I'm kind of going back to basic, I'm going to go more for a plot thing and that's what that it that's looks good. like. Yeah. But it's just like, I, 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 I want to see him work with a plot again, but I did like those kind of films he was making. And with The Tree of Life, it's like, what, what, I agree with you, Chastain is amazing in it, but she doesn't really play a character. Nope. She plays like an essence. She plays, yeah, yeah. She plays the essence of Christ, like basically. A spirit. Like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like, which is which. Not literally, but like that's kind of what. Again, you're it's, it's it's mad, so it's allegorical. Right. But no, she plays like you know grace. Yes. As far or mercy, I guess, within um, the young boy played by uh, Hunter McCracken, who's basically in um, in, sur- in surrogate of Terrence Malick, because this is a very autobiographical it film. Is. Yeah. Um, because Malick's home life or his childhood was kind of there's a lot that happened there. Mm-hmm. Um, especially a brother who was killed, unfortunately. But um, no, I, I think Chastain is so good in this movie. She's really good. Um, she's like very tender. Yeah, very, like, and again, just because of what she's playing, but she's very tender. Um, and there's a lot of human elements in there too, as well. I think there is big time. And like you said, she's kind of playing an essence. Yeah. Of. Yeah, like you know what I mean. She's kind of playing. I don't even know, like the like a characterization of. Something that's not human, right? And there's even that one scene where she's kind of floating around in the middle of the air. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know if it's just because Jessica Chastain has such an incredible face. She has like oh, this, a face made for the movies. It it looks like a sculpture. Yeah, no, it does. And like, she's so beautiful. And she's so like fair skinned mm-hmm. and like this. It's like, she like radiates like she she looks like an angel. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when she's playing a character, well, not even a character, when she's playing something that like that, mm-hmm. and she's that dialed in. Yeah. I mean, she plays, you know, uh, Mrs. O'Brien, that's the character's name, right. but still, she is, and I love the scenes of her and Brad Pitt together. Yep. Um, kind of falling in love and the arguments, showing this marriage and everything. It's like, it's, it's, it's a very tender, um, it's just a very tender performance. Yep. And again, she kind of does the same thing in Take Shelter, where, again, I know you haven't seen it, but she does the same thing in Take Shelter when she's married to Michael Shannon, but she's playing, you know, she's playing an actual person and it's again it's the same thing where it's just like is my husband crazy is he not do I go along with him and in the end you really kind of know the answer but she's yeah she's just very good at playing like especially in the beginning in 2011 she's really good. again we saw so many different facets of all at once with this person yeah. but she was very good at playing these grounded characters that you know there's a lot more under the surface with yes. yeah. and then we get Zero Dark Thirty where that's like that's, right, just, so that's yeah. just a fucking showcase for her I mean I don't really know of Texas Killing Fields or Wild Salame so, I haven't seen one of so Solana, so yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't know, we can probably just skip ahead to 2012. Yeah. Um, where she has Lawless. Yeah, where she's naked in it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember anything about Lawless. I saw it, <laughs> I saw it less than a year ago. <laughs> like, I, Tom Hardy gets his throat cut? It's Tom you? Hardy in a cardigan, and it's, what is it, is a guy, is a guy pierced with the bleach eyebrows? Guy Pierce looks like in, like an insane toy. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's the best it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird movie. Uh... It's not good. Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Um, 
I don't know. What do you say? Yeah, I, I didn't see it. I didn't bother. Yeah. Oh, oh, you haven't seen it? Yeah. No. I might as well have not seen it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> she's in it, and... I forgot Lawless came out the same year. Yeah. yeah. But the, the important thing is Zero Dark. Well, I'm sorry. The important thing is Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. Um, apparently, she plays a character named Gia. We're going to clear out the whole hour just talking about that. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, Zero Dark 30. Uh, okay. Madagascar. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zero Dark 30. Uh, she got nominated for Best Actress for that. Um, Zero Dark 30 is unreal. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I have a hard time with war movies. Um, just because, I don't know, I'm just like an emotional person and I really want to watch like Tim Burton shit. I don't know. Like, I, like, war movies have always been like um, hard for me to connect with, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just brutal and it's upsetting. You know what I mean? That's how I feel with Tim Burton movies. Upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> they are upsetting. They're so <laughs> shitty. Oh, God. No, I'm just, you know, I was a little goth kid, so I was never interested in, like, Saving Private Ryan, but I've grown up. <laughs> Thank you. Th- yes. th- thankfully, because Saving Private Ryan's amazing. It's a fucking great movie. It's a masterpiece. But, no, but, like, it was, yeah, Zero Dark 30, it's like, hey, so Kevin Bigelow, at her first film after winning the direct best director in picture for, for Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Yep. Originally, the movie was supposed to be about how we killed, not, we're, we were on the hunt for Osama Bin Laden. Right. Then he got killed in 2011. Yes. Then they retooled the entire movie. Yes. To restructure the fact that we did kill Osama bin Laden, and um, which is kind of crazy. Kind of yeah, no kind of crazy thing to like. You guys are gonna make a movie about what's happening, and then you guys did it. You killed Osama bin Laden, and now you're like, okay, we're gonna fix this. We're gonna put that in the movie, and we're gonna update it just because this just happened. Yeah. And then put it out like the same year. Yeah. You know, like, and it's funny. Chastain's talked about this as well, but because um, so. The, the Help and Zero Dark Thirty happened back to back. Yep. She was at the Oscars for The Help, left, went to the airport, flew, I think, to Jordan they filmed that? I, I, I forget me if I remember. I feel yeah. like she shot Hurt Locker in Jordan, too. I th- yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, not, yeah, uh, Bigelow. Yeah. Um, she went to, she flew out, got makeup ready, and then filmed the first day right after the Oscars. Like, Oh, wow. Like, she, like Oscars, plane ride, Zero Dark Thirty. That's how fast it happened for wow. her. So, kind of like this World War thing. And, like, um, she plays a character named Maya, who's based off a real person who's undercover yeah. for this. I don't think... Uh, I haven't really kept up with this since then, but I don't think she's been... I think she's still undercover, maybe? I have no idea. I don't either. I, last time I heard, she was still undercover, so they haven't really revealed her name or anything like that yet. But she basically plays this agent who is hell-bent... To get Osama Bin Laden. I don't even, like, Hellbent is understating it. It kind of is. It's like she was, that's put, all she, that's she all she was does. put on this earth. Right, that's all she does. With one purpose. Like, it, I, ugh, the great, the great late James Gandolfini, who plays the CIA chief in this. Oh, he, so like, he even, he even goes down to the cafeteria and he's like, what else have you done for us? And she's like, nothing, this is all I do. This is all she does. This is all, I, I was screwed out of high school and I do this. This is it. Is she, she does it so fucking vigorously. Yeah. Like, I, Chastain, this is the movie that, like, turned me on to her. Oh, no, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd seen Tree of Life, and I, I think I'd seen this movie a little late. I didn't see it the year it came out. I okay. Think. But, like, I'd seen uh, Interstellar, which we'll get to. Um, yeah. But when I saw Zero Dark Thirty, I was like, oh, my God. Like, she is... She's a fire. She's a fireball. Vicious. Yeah, she's a fireball. Yeah. Even, um, um, even, um, I think Jason Clark, she's like, she's your killer wolf. You want her in the field. Um, the only movie I like Jason Clark in. That's a hot take. That is a hot take. You know, I think he's kind of boring, and um, I don't like his dumb face. But he's fucking. Wow! He's, wow! Uh, I was I was not expecting. Uh, he looks like he belongs on Mount Rushmore. Came out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think with the greatest presidents, I agree. I, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Clark is a fine enough actor. I just think sometimes when you put him in the spotlight, 
it's just like I don't know I, don't, I have no interest in that but, <laughs> you know, but when he's playing whatever he's playing in this fucking movie like a torture expert bro yeah 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 <laughs> I think he's really a lot good of bro it. work bro a lot yeah. of bro work yeah. <laughs> no but she, like, Chastain is Chastain's incredible in this movie She's so good at it. Even the even because, even this again. It's almost it's interesting when you kind of when we talked about like Tree of Life and then this. Yeah. There's almost no interiority to Maya. We don't really know anything about her at all except the fact like she's not she's not dating. Nope. And she just does this. That's it. Like we she don't has really. No life. She has a life. Yeah. And that's why I I, I don't cry at movies. I don't. I don't say that as like a bragging thing. I just must, don't. Must be nice. I. I just don't. I. 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 I again, all. All I care about is movies. I don't cry at movies. Right. The end of Zero Dark Thirty almost made me cry. It's. It's devastating. It is because. It's really devastating. It's interesting because like the last thirty minutes are not with are not with my we're, we're, we're uh, um, Team Steel uh, Team Steel Six yeah and also we're gonna go into the compound and take down Obama yeah um, you get a lot of just Osama bin Laden uh, you get a but, lot of cuts to her like looking at a screen yeah you yeah you really cut, yeah, cut. Is... but like the movie kind of literally moves away from Maya to go yes. see them to go see the um the raid the, the team the, the team raid yeah the bin Laden compound and when we come back, she's the one who identifies Bin Laden's body, and she kind of walks out in the daze like, "I did it. This is it. This yep. is done." And then, at the plane, the plane at the end is like, "All right, you're the only one in the manifest. So where do you want to go?" go? And, she just and then, cries. no, she does the movie thing oh. where you don't answer, and I, I feel like the pilot, like, "Hey, I ask you a question. Where do you want to go?" <laughs> um, where? I can't take off. It's like I know you want to go. But hold on a second. The, it, she's not in a cab. That's an airplane. Shouldn't it have somewhere to go already. But the, the pilot said he's the only one. She's the only one to manifest. Oh, so he just gets to like. But so, she, so that's why he's asking. Like, you can go anywhere in the world you want to go. They said you're really important. Where do you want to go? And she doesn't know. No, no, no. That's what's no, so that's devastating about She sits down and she starts crying because like she did like and I I my old uh, website I wrote like that was a metaphor for America after we sure. killed Bin Laden where it's like we did it. Now what? Now what? Great. I mean, unfortunately, we kind of see now what now, but still. <laughs> Can't wait for Zero Dark Thirty One to resolve <laughs> that issue. <laughs> but but no, it's just it's just it's it's almost like a memorandum a memorandum on like the country at yeah. that point where it's just like and like, where, like what do we do after this? I think um I think the the expert hand that she deals in that scene is instead of like breaking down yeah and like weeping it's at, silent like, at her kind of almost loss of purpose yeah it's very silent it's very yeah you can see that she's. She literally doesn't know what to do yeah. like, as a human being, and it's it's not like a it's not like a mental breakdown or anything. No, she's not, it's not. She's not overplaying it at all. She just some tears come out of her face, and you're just kind of like, yeah, what now? Where and to then now? like and then the slow built in music. Dun dun yep, dun. Yep, yep. It's really dun. good. Um, yeah, she was nominated for that. She lost to Jennifer Lawrence in Silver Lines Playbook, which yeah, I'm offended by. Um, I mean, I, I listen. I would have voted for Emmanuel Reeve that year for more, but. That's just me. Um, there's a movie called The Color of Time in this year as well. I'm not sure if you're familiar. I am because I had a friend who worked on that movie. Um, really? Yeah. It's an, it's like it's. I think it's an anthology movie. Oh, okay. She's not. In not in much. Yeah. Okay. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So let's go on to 2013. Uh, kind of a nothing year. Is she in 2000? I don't. I'm, oh no, she's got. Um, she's credited with two different. Is this a TV series or something? What is it? Two films called The Disappearance of Elmore. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was with McAvoy. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that was with McAvoy. It's basically about, it's a couple that breaks up, and then it shows, the more movies like her side, and one movie's his side. One's called her, one's called Right, her. right, right, yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, she's in a, 
Hold on, is that what is it? Is this a sequel or something? She, okay, so 2011, she's in a movie called Wild Salome. Mm-hmm. In 2013, she's in a movie called Salome. Okay, yeah, I think that they have was, to have something to do with each other. Right? Yeah, I I can't speak confident about that one, but I, I think that's yeah. I no can't idea. Speak, yeah, I can't speak. No about idea. That one. Uh, yeah, the only movie I've heard of this year, she's in a movie called Mama. Which I think yeah, that was uh, a horror film she did right after uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, yeah, where she got like the the punk rock wig and right. Yeah, she's like, also from the Canada. Was that like Del Toro produced that? Or yeah, something? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, heard, oh, I heard good things about that one. Yeah, Andy Machete. He did. Yeah, uh, yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, okay. I, heard, I heard okay things I'd, about I'd that. I'd get around to it. Yeah. You know, that's I'd, I'd watch it. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then in 2014, there's a follow up to the disappearance of Eleanor Rigby called Them. That's right. That's really yeah. Because kind of winds, but yeah. Is that like a fucking? Is that like a before trilogy kind of thing? Kind of. Is it set up that way? To a degree, yeah. It's interesting. I know Premiere can, I think, that year. And it was like a, a, people were kind of excited for it, and it's like, yeah, it kind of fizzled out. But, yeah, no one talked about it. But no, not really. But just the concept of the loan was really interesting. Really so, cool, yeah. yeah. All right, this is the exciting one. 2014. Yeah. Let's talk about a most violent year. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love that movie so much. The most violent year fucking rules. That movie slaps, as it the kids sla- say. No, but um, it's, it's, it does it's, all the things. It does all the things. That was very... I remember just being in the middle of it because Chastain is doing such... She's doing pretty much with Michelle Pfeiffer and Scarface. Yes. Yeah, so and like, it's amazing with the wig. And then Oscar Isaac is doing 1970s Al Pacino on such a pitch-perfect level. It's so good. I was so happy in the middle of watching this. I was in the theater watching this. Oh, man. And she is like... I don't know. I don't, she's just such a cool actor because like when she does shit that's like dialed up yeah it's still not right you know what I mean you're like oh she's dialing it up but it's still like I'm afraid of her and like yeah you know what I mean and it's so this this is my second favorite movie of 2014 or third third sorry no third sorry right behind Whiplash and Birdman yes absolutely (laughs) um as 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 everyone knows me with those two movies you love Uh, both of them don't get me started 2014 a great please don't get me started no but um no, but Isaac and Chastain, they went to school together, and this is the first time interacting with one another, and you can kind of see the chemistry between oh, the two. Oh, yes. Like, just, like, the fraught marriage, it's a, the, yes. the, the, the backstory that we're not told, but we can really definitely, it's palpable. It's almost getting cut it with a knife. It's like... Yes, oh, yeah. Like, you yeah, can tell, you like, can her, feel... you can tell, like, you know, she married, he married to the family. Her dad was maybe a gangster, maybe a bookmaker for the gangster. We don't really know. He Something fishy. He, there's something fishy. It's not all on the level. Oscar and, Isaac's not into that. No, no, no. But she is, like, she's like a, she's like a mafia princess. Uh-huh. She's, like, all in on that shit. Oh, so good. <laughs> she's great in that. No, she is. And she's, like, even just, like, her needling her husband, her, like, questioning him, like, not, and not even, like, in a very, like, Oh, these people hate each other. Like they love, you can tell they love each other, oh, but yeah. you can tell it's like, not only do they want to do things for the family, but you you can tell like, I'm trying to help you be better than what you are. Right. Both and of them. Both are. of them. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. In very different ways. And of course, the, the signature, the signature scene for Chastain, where she's like out, she goes out and smokes with David mm-hmm. Yellow's cop and throws a cigarette and screams like, "This is very disrespectful." Uh, and walks away. Good. It's like, oh. Chastain. <laughs> I was on the bandwagon that year. She should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actress. I don't know why she wasn't. Like, it well, should have been, been a sure thing. Let's not do this. No, 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 I don't want no, 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 to give you an ulcer because I know you're talking about the 2014 no, no, Oscars. No, no, I know. I, that, that's, all, no that's all I want to say. <laughs> okay, that cool. was all I want to say. Right. Um, Her second 2014 movie. Uh, Miss Julie? Um, that's right. With Colin Farrell. Uh, directed by uh, Liv Ullman. Is it, the great Liv Ullman. Samantha Morton's in it? Is it good? I heard good. Th- I didn't get a chance to see it. I really wanted to because it's Liv Ullman. You know how I feel about Colin Farrell. Yeah, no, it's Colin Farrell and Jessica Chastain directed by Liv Ullman. So yeah, three of my favorite people yeah. in that movie already. But I didn't get a chance Never to see saw it. Never it. Yeah. 
They look hot. <laughs> they look real good. Anyways, uh, Interstellar. Yeah. She's in Interstellar. Yeah. Um, movie you don't like. No. Movie I, uh, it's in my, probably my top ten of the decade. I know, I know. We can fight about it all the time. I'm you shaking know, my head for the audience. I uh, fucking love Interstellar, even though it's... I like the first 20 minutes. I like a lot of that movie. I like I, I like the first 20 minutes I before think, Nolan kind of kicked in. I think it falls apart, <laughs> and I'm still like, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I, I completely... I, I think you and I have the same complaints on that movie. I think we do, but just, I, I... I love the rest of it. Yeah, and I and I can't... I, You're I, just over it. I can't jive yeah. with it. I just can't. I can't. I fucking can't. All that being said, Jessica Chastain's really good in it. Is she? I think she's really fucking good in it. She's playing a Nolan character. As a woman, that's a tough beat. Exactly. <laughs> and I think she's pretty damn good in it. Okay, with that caveat, yes, uh-huh. that's true. The little girl... And her rule. She, no, 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 in general, rule. I, and I, I unfortunately remember her name off the top of my head now, but she was really Claire good. Claire McKenzie. That sounds. I'm that sounds, dragging it out. Mackenzie Foy. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. She's been in other stuff too. No, yeah. but she like her and Chastain looked pretty. Good. They nailed that. They did. Like, they were both really good. Yeah, like, good, great cast. I don't know if them. they worked together. They must have worked together, like just to. Iron out the character, I'm sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think, like, when you cut to that, Chastain, with Chastain's playing that character, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's the same girl. Like, yeah, yeah, no. You know, attitude yeah. and everything. Yeah, Love absolutely. Um, I, I just kind of hesitate with Chastain because she's kind of in the, in the partner movie I can't stand, where it's like she plays the adult version. She solves the problem of why they went up to space in the first place. And it's just like, she doesn't have that much to do, really? She no, she doesn't. She has that one good scene where she, like, leaves a video message. Yeah. With and she's like... It's your birthday or whatever. Right, right. I don't know. I'm your age or... Right. Yeah. But of course, um, you know, uh, for me, McConaughey's doing most of the work in that scene because he's oh, the one reacting it. But yeah. yeah. But no, but she's married to Topher Grace in, in, in the last part. Um, I don't know how that happened. I Yeah, where, where's that movie? Where, where's the courtship with that movie? <laughs> with that relationship? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's her 2014. Yeah. Uh, 2015. Another good year for her. Okay. She's got The Martian. Yeah, she's got The Martian. I love The Martian. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Despite the fact she does nothing but listen to disco music, yeah. she's good in The Martian. She's good in it. She does... Yeah, she's her. She's doing her thing. She's playing... Yeah, she, like she's playing a good captain. Yeah. Um, no, she's... she's, she's I, that, not much to talk about with Not that. really. You know, the other movie this year, there's a lot to talk about with. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess not a lot, but like at least it's her movie. Uh, she's in Crimson Peak. Right. Which you and I, I both seen. like. You, wait, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, I thought you did. Like, no. Maybe not. Crimson Peak is... Uh, I know that was the one where the marketing really terrible. kind of... The marketing killed the movie. Yeah. Because it was marketed as a horror movie. And yeah. And it is not. And a lot of people went into that thinking, oh, I don't think it was... A, you know how people are with horror movies. Oh, it is scary. It's always a horror. Like, nah. It's a, and it's not Del Toro movie. has said on the record, it's a gothic, it's a gothic romance movie. It's, it's unmistakably a gothic romance movie. Right. It's, you don't watch that movie and think of anything else except for like, wow, it's... Dracula ass shit. Like, right, right, know, right. Like, and I know Chastain is dead up to 11 in that she one. She is a cartoon character. Right. She's like, yeah, she's playing like this evil sister. Yeah. To, like Hiddleston. Tom, Tom Hiddleston, yeah. Oh my God, man. And she looks great in like these, she's wearing a lot of um, kind of old, tiny, mm-hmm. uh, turn of the century sort of fancy right. upper society dresses and shit. Oh, she looks great. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I really love Del Toro and uh, this movie kind of like landed dud for me yeah that, that's what of, that's what it feels like yeah sort of grown a little bit yeah I, th- I think people when they when it kind of got past the marketing kind of listened to the toro kind of let it sit for a it's little bit they kind of came they kind of came back to was like oh okay i, I kind of vibe, yeah, vibe with this way what it's doing good, right but, uh, yeah chastain is like a villain in it. right 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 like an evil <laughs> like an evil woman it's right. cool it's really cool 
so that was her. That was her 2015. I don't know. She's got some other thing that I've never heard of. Ar- what is it? Aries the Third. I don't know. There's two projects called Aries the Third. I don't know. What don't know. Is. Okay. I have no idea. Oh, it's a short. There's two. Yeah, she does two shorts. Okay. All right. So 2016, uh, the Huntsman Winter's War. Yeah. This is a um, spinoff. Yeah, it's a spinoff. Of the Snow White live action movie. Yeah. And she plays a character named Sarah. Okay. Oh, interesting. I was dragged uh, to the first one. No, you saw it? I did. Bud. I know. <laughs> that was rough. Wow. Charlie Theron, the movie she's in, I want to watch that movie because, like, she is, she's got, she's, like, she's eating a cereal like it's her last meal. Well, it's, yeah, that's her she's thing, going right? You know, like. Like, she's going nuts in that movie. Yeah. The rest of the movie kind of sucks, but, like, not kind of, it does suck, but she's kind of going nuts in that movie. So, yeah, so Chastity has brought in the sequel, and it's like, oh, all not, right. I don't think it's a sequel. I think it's a spinoff. Because it's not about Snow White. It's about the Huntsman. No, that was a sequel. Oh. Yeah. Well, fuck that movie. Yeah, because I realized, oh, Chris is doing a Snow White as a non-starter. Let's just kind of remove that part. <laughs> just put Chris Hemsworth in the light lead? Yeah, and then four? we bring back, we, yeah, and we bring a throne, and then just kind of go from there. And it's like, oh, all right. All right, well, no one, no one ever saw that movie. No. Uh, Miss Sloan? Yeah, I didn't see Miss Sloan either. But that was one that kind of had some Oscar buzz for a little bit. It looked kind of serious. I don't, I don't forget who directed that. That's John Madden. Okay, okay, yeah, and you know he did Shakespeare in Love, so right, kind of right, people right. were like, okay, so this might have something. Yeah. And she kind of plays like a Holly, not Hollywood, she plays like a, 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 a Washington D.C. kind of fixer upper. It looks like that right. kind of movie. Yeah, um, yeah, you got Mark Strong, Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Yeah, you have Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Uh, uh, fucking uh, Michael Stuhlbarg. Right, right, yeah, she yeah. has, yeah, I'm born Mickey. Yeah. So yeah, like, he has some people oh, in shit. there. John Lithgow, Allison Pill? Yeah, it's, it's a not loaded a cast. cast. Yeah. No, so like, I, again, I, I the most I remember like, that had some buzz for a little bit as far as, oh, like, you know, maybe the, the picture's okay. Chastain's amazing in it. She's like hard. A really good she's a hard edge. Yeah. She's a ball buster. Maybe she can get in the, in the best actress race. Not that yet. That was a little, that was a little best actress race. So she didn't, she couldn't get in for that one. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's all she has for that year. Yeah. Uh, 2017, she got three movies. Okay. A movie called The Zookeeper's Wife. Yeah. So this is probably when she starts really. I don't know. I guess like 2000. I saw a couple minutes of The Zookeeper's Wife. Um, uh, is it good? It's fine, but it, it, it's basically about uh, it's set in World War Two during in Germany, where um, her and her husband I forget her husband's I forget who plays her husband, but her and her husband they hide Jews in their zoo in during in Nazi Germany. Oh, and of course Daniel Bruhl is in this movie, I'm, assumingly playing a Nazi. <laughs> Poor guy. As, as, listen, he's really good at what he does. He's really good at it. Right. Um, okay, so she's in The Zookeeper's Wife. Yeah. Uh, she's in. So yeah, I think 2016, she kind of has a dud year mm-hmm. um, even though Miss Sloan probably got a little bit of recognition sure. you know uh, 2017 I don't know this is fine you know you got The Zookeeper's Wife Molly's Game that's Aaron Sorkin's yeah. directorial debut yeah we'll talk about it in a second what's the other one uh, Woman Walks Ahead which I never saw it's her and Sam Rockwell and like uh, it's like a western and I have no idea what this I, is I, it's I think like A24 and Direct TV put it up together it's weird okay um yeah, it takes place in the 1890s, and yeah, it's her. I think Sam Rockwell's in it. Yeah, Kieran Hines is in it. I don't know. It didn't. All right. Odd. I really didn't hear much about it. The only thing I, I heard about it is like I remember reading an article that was just like, oh, another white savior movie, and I was like, okay. Like, I don't know. Like, so Molly's whatever. Game. Molly's Game. Like yeah. you said, Aaron Sorkin's directorial debut. Yeah. Um. Weird. Not good. Not. Not. Not, it's not. It's not bad. No, not bad in a fun way. Not good in a fun way. Exactly. It, it's very much a first-time director. Yeah. Movie. There's enough in it where it's just like, all right, Sorkin. Maybe next time at bat, maybe you'll get there. You'll get there. 
there. I might yeah, check it's it out. A little messy. It's a little messy. Bill Camp's the best thing in the movie. Come on now, Bill Camp. High five. Bill Camp. <laughs> We've mentioned this every episode, I think, but this is fucking Camp Cast. We love Bill Camp. We honestly, at this point, we should probably just do Bill Camp. A we Bill probably Camp should do Bill Camp. Uh, I remember we kind of established that we have like picture frames hanging around somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like sure he's Bill on the wall. Camp. I think we got. We got Camp. We got Farrell. Oh, we um, definitely got Farrell. Um, Catherine Han, I think we got. I, th- I think Han, yeah, Han's up there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, you know what I forgot to tell you? I finally watched Private Life. Oh, okay. I'm, it's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. Tamir Jenkins! Yeah, so, I mean, that's... Which is know. funny, I finally saw Burning. Oh, what'd you think? I thought it was okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get through I, Molly's game. Okay, yes. So, yeah, Molly's game, again, first time, first time, uh, it's, it's about, um, I forget the character's real name. Her name's Molly. Molly. It's, she's credited as Molly Bloom. Okay, Molly Bloom. Sorry, yeah. thank you. So Molly Bloom, she she was a she was a skier, like Olympic, Olympic level, skier, yeah, Olympic level. She breaks her back. Right. And then because she breaks her back, she becomes good at gambling or something. <laughs> Convoluted that's, way of saying. That's like what the movie ends up being. Basically, yeah. So she so she ends up running this like high profile gambling ring that she gets. Because she's like good at math. Right, and she gets you know pinched over eventually. Um, yeah, Bill Camp has a really good scene. Yeah, as like, like a gambler. Yeah, Michael Sarah is awesome. In Michael Sarah is basically playing an amped up version of Tobey Maguire. He's so good in and it. And I've heard Tobey Maguire is like a ruthless card player. Oh, really? Like he's kind of considered like the best card player in Hollywood. Like what? Yeah, and it's funny. Every time I tell it to people, they have that reaction, which I kind of love. Really strange. Yeah, like I've I've heard he's so good, he probably doesn't have to make movies again to make money. <laughs> I hope that's the case. <laughs> don't, don't do Tobey Maguire like that. No. Um, all right. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Chris O'Dowd is in it. Chris O'Dowd's in it. I love seeing him. Oh yeah, he plays a weird role. Weird. Yeah, I forgot weird. that was him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just Alba's in it. He has his long Sorkin monologue yep. towards the end. Yeah, it's where just, his accent kind of breaks a little bit. During him. A little, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, kind of costumes in it. I don't know. Like, Gary Garcia plays his dad. Yeah, they have a scene. Who has this dumb thing? Was like, I'm going to do what everyone wants psychiatrists to do. I'm going to give you all the answers, and it's like. That's, yeah, it's not good. It's not a good thing. movie. It's like, I really wanted to like it, but it's just not a good I movie. I did too, and Chastain's good in it. She's great. I mean, she has a lot of real shit to be good in it. Yeah. I even like, I like how one line, um, Alba's looking at, Alba looks at her, like she kind of comes dressed up as quote-unquote Molly as right, far right, right, as right. like, um, the entrepreneur of this ring, and he's like, you look like the Cinemax version of you. Yep. And it's just like, yeah, like the bigger tits, the longer hair, the yeah. nails, the God, heels. Her tits are out the whole movie. <laughs> my, girlfriend, yeah. my girlfriend and I went and saw that movie together, and we have since referred to it as Molly's boobs. Yeah, I, that's just the whole movie. Molly Bloom, Molly yeah, boobs. Molly no, boobs. but yeah, it, it's yeah, it's very much a movie that's like it's Chastain's the centerpiece. There's not that much of the rest of the movie there. No. Outside of Bill Camp's scene. Yeah. Um, that's really it. God, Bill Camp. No, he he really owns that scene. I, everything. I remember. Did. I remember sitting. I remember sitting in the movie and just being like, okay, that's my boy Bill Cam. Okay, I was like, and at the end, I was like, was that the best scene in the movie? And then I heard, 100%. and then, you know, and then I heard, but it was like, I was like, right, but am I wrong? But then I heard some other people talk about it in some other podcast. And, and I think Wesley Morris even said, did someone else direct that scene? And then Sorkin directed the rest of it? Bill Camp directed that scene. <laughs> Sorkin said action, and Bill Campbell was like, "Excuse me, I'll say when I go." I got, I got the blocker for this, this. <laughs> right, right. Oh Watch and God. learn. Yeah. God, Bill Camp rules. He rules so hard. Yeah. Uh, she's got nothing in 2018. She's in like a Jay Z music video. I'm sorry. Say that again. 2018. She's in a Jay Z music video. I need to see his music video uh, immediately. Jay Z Family Feud featuring Beyonce. She's credited in. I don't know. 
know what to tell you. You're telling me Jessica Chastain is the music video of Beyonce by and done by Jay Z. Yeah, that's correct. Oh my God. You're really stoked. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad that you have something to do after this. I I I need to go. I need to I need to redo my top. 10 for 2018. <laughs> the, top, the, the top performances of the decade? Yeah. Oh, man. All right, and then, yeah, we're ending... Oh, my God, this movie. This 2019, the only movie that she's in this year. Okay. Dark Phoenix. Oh, wow, yeah. Just a dud. And I think this... I'm actually a little bit glad that we're ending on this movie because now we get to talk about this movie. And also... I mean, I you know, can talk about the movie. Oh, I didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> come on. I'm, not an, I'm not an animal. No, um, the way you're talking, it's like, uh, okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. Okay. I, just, I, I think it's interesting. I mean, I guess I just want to talk to you about <laughs> okay. everything around this movie. Okay. Starting with the fact that... Uh, so Disney have released it? No. That's the thing. So Disney bought Fox. Yeah, for and, $78 billion. And I don't even think... I, the weird thing about this kind of stuff nowadays is like five years ago uh-huh. if you were to say hey James did you hear that Disney bought Fox I would have been like oh yeah yeah I heard now they get all the Marvel characters back because I'm a fucking nerd and mm-hmm. I'm a loser but I don't think that you could go up to like random people and I don't think they would know that but I feel like now today because of like the MCU yeah I feel like a lot of people are just in the know they oh no they have to be like like General audiences just no, kind no, of no. know how this yeah, stuff works. Yeah, no, they have they have to be, especially with all the streaming stuff we're getting this year. Exactly, we had people have to be in the know now. Right. They have to know like, oh, if I get on Netflix, that show's not going to be there, but this show is. And this if is canon Disney, for this, right? Like, or if I'm on Disney Plus, that's where the Marvel stuff is. Right. Or if I'm if I'm on HBO Go, that's the Game of Thrones. Like they kind of have to be in the know now because that's Absolutely. what the industry has kind of dictated for them. So with all that being set up, it's insane that they actually that Disney released this movie because. I think it was. I think it was. I think it was kind of late in the game when I kind of had to. They had to, right? Because I don't think I. I will honestly be shocked if New Mutants sees the light of day. Uh, if anything, it's going to Disney Plus. If on if that. If that. Yeah. I know. And like. Uh, I think because I Disney Disney's it. taking a 150 million dollar loss on Dark Phoenix. It bombed. It, it's it's not in theaters anymore. No, it's not. It, and it it ended, it, I think it ended run yesterday. Yeah, and, and to say a bomb doesn't do it justice. Like this again. This was this a black lad, hat level bomb. Was it what? Was this like a black hat level of bomb? Maybe. It can't have made any money. I don't know, but at least a black hat, it didn't cost that much money. I mean, compared to what sure, Dark Knight sure, sure, sure. is, it didn't cost that much money. Well, yeah, Dark Phoenix must have lost a shit ton, because I know they did like massive reshoots and rewrites. Right, and, and not even, but just the marketing alone. Right. That, that's going to be a lot of money. So it's like, yeah, like, Disney's taking a $150 million loss on this movie. And the, the thing that blows my mind with this movie is, again, after, um, what was the last movie before this? It was uh, Apocalypse. Uh, sure. McAvoy, yep. Fassbender, yep. and Lawrence were out. Their contracts were done. Yep. They come back. They come to Simon Kinsberg, who is a longtime producer of these movies. This is his first time directing. He comes back. They come, the three of them come back and say, hey, I know we're out of our contracts, but we kind of want to give... If we have one more shot, this is kind of the story we want to tell. We want to do this story. Why? And they sign on for one more movie. I don't know why they why? did this. I don't... The, Dark Phoenix, and I'm never gonna watch this fucking movie. I'm not either. I haven't seen I, the last like two or three. Because I love Dark, I love Phoenix, and she's I one love, of my favorite characters. I love I, the X Men, and I can't do that to myself. I can't either. Um, and I've had a problem with this franchise for a very long time. Sorry, real quick. Are you reading the Hickman stuff right now? I haven't read anything in a long time. Please read the Hickman stuff. I heard. I heard it's really good. Let me ask. It's right, not really good. It's 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 okay. it's a game changer, man. Here's here's, a, here's what I have to ask. Okay. How, 
Is Cyclops in it? Yes. Is he good? Yes. Okay, I'm back, baby. I'm, I'm going to the comic book Cy- store. Cyclops stands for the Fantastic Four, and it's amazing. Here's the thing about Cyclops that no one understands. He's the best X-Men, and he fucking rules. I love Cyclops. I agree. He's the best X-Men. He's I agree. He's the best. And they, they fuck him so bad in those movies. Yeah, they um, do. Anyways, with yeah. Dark Phoenix, there's so many crazy things surrounding that movie. Like, the fact that Kim Kinberg, Kim, yeah. Kinsberg directed Kinberg, yeah. it. He's the guy who's been writing these movies that have been critically just reviled mm-hmm. for the past, what, three or four movies? Mm-hmm. Since, I mean, First Class is probably the last one they had that was, like, considered like, good. Yeah, people like Dark Days of Future Past. Well, they're wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's the last one I saw. The, the uh, action's not bad in that movie. That's the best the, I can put it. The shit with... Uh, the teleport girl. Yeah. The portal girl's cool. Yeah, yeah. And they finally let Iceman do a slide. Right. And I was very stoked about the, stoked about that. But then get out of here. The rest of the movie. Um. So, Kinsberg's been like producing and writing these things, mm-hmm. and they have been getting shit on pretty yeah. bad. And then they decide to let him direct. I'm assuming because Singer was just out. Like, right. Singer, well, for Singer thankfully, got, Singer got canceled. But yeah. Not hard enough. No. Which is insane. Is he canceled yet? He should be like. Yeah. It's got to be done, right? Yeah. They got him off Red Sonia. Yes, they did. Thank God. But then again, why was he out in the first place? Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so all that's pretty crazy, that they even let a guy who's never directed and has only produced bad X-Men movies right. direct this movie. Right. Pretty crazy. And then, you know, you find out that Disney bought Fox. So then everyone and my fucking mother, you know what I mean? Like, my like everyone knows this shit. That, yeah. Like, Disney owns the Marvel movies. And, yes. like, the Marvel movies are MCU, but they don't have the rights because Fox has these. And now Disney owns all the rights. So right. guess what? Everyone knows coming is new Fantastic Four mm-hmm. and new X-Men. Everyone knows that, like, those rights belong to Disney now. Right. So this movie has no merit. No. It has no stakes. No. It has, it has no point. And they put it out anyways. And you're, you're probably right. Like, it was probably just so late in the game, like, might as well try to get a dollar back. Right, right, right. You know? Um, and then it bombs like disastrously, right? So quickly. I've heard, I've read an article that essentially what happened was the Disney marketing team, the Disney marketing team is, was just like given like Dark Phoenix as a project, like okay, yeah, yeah, market it was, this. It was an assignment. And they were, they were <laughs> just like, eh, no, and like, <laughs> like Disney was like, all right, we're just not gonna. Right. Like, like, Whatever. Yeah. Listen, we got Disney Plus to take care of. Take care of this. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. So we got the Avatar movies to look after. Do whatever you need to do with this. Right. Yeah. And, like, it, it's uh, the Avatar movies. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, <laughs> basically. I love the joke that every time that he delays these Avatar movies, he also adds one off into the slate. <laughs> like, it was originally three, then it was four, now it's five. Right. It's like, what do you, why? I, here's another theme park. Yeah, exactly. I think here's, here's my, my theory with that, after having just watched all the Cameron movies. Yeah. It seems to me that Cameron is very obsessed with technology. Oh, he always has been, yeah. And he's always been at the forefront of, like, pushing this visual Very much so. And, he's, and every time he does, he, he does change the game in he those regards. He breaks regard. it, yeah. Right, right. Um, and I feel like with Avatar, he's done. I feel like he has mastered his craft, and he's completely happy with the results. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I don't need to push this any further. It can just kind of be upgraded as you know the technology gets upgraded. I don't yeah. need to. I don't need to try and break the fucking boundaries anymore. Yeah. I'm just gonna live in this world and I'm just gonna build this world. Basically. I think that's cool. I don't like Avatar, but like, good for him. Like, if he wants to fucking just spend the rest of his career making weird Pandora movies, why not? Yeah. Do it. He's got his money. He's got his Oscars. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. No, but I kind of tying this back into Chas thing. I forget what character she plays in Dark Phoenix. I thought for a long time she was going to play Cassandra Nova. That's not who she plays. I she plays she like was, some kind of alien. I like, thought she was going to play um, 
Lilandra, who is the queen. That would have been cool too. You know, uh, the Chiara. Yeah, that would have been. She doesn't play her either. She doesn't play her. No. And, and she's not a scroll. No. Which everyone thought was. Gonna she be. plays some alien with like some dumb power. She just plays like an alien. Yeah. Who looks hot. Yeah. Who looks like Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's like the best power you could have. I mean, that's. So anyway. That's not bad. Yeah. So like. So yeah. Overall, her career is kind of like. It seems to like have fizzled. Yeah. I mean, she's she's gonna be at chapter two coming out later this year. Which I'm sure will be good. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, that it movie. Um, that came it's, out, it's it's good. It's an entertaining movie. Yeah, I, yeah. And I saw the trailer for the new it movie. Mm-hmm. It follows Billy Hader. Bill Hader, baby, and James McAvoy. Yeah. Um, but it seemed that trailer for mm-hmm. the new It movie reminded me of a superhero trailer. It just looks like, oh, they're just checking off all the boxes. It's yeah. just exciting. There's a team. They have to fight the bad guy. Yeah. It's a horror movie, I yeah. guess. But like, but hey, guess what? Guess what? Ones rule the world, though. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I'm sure that it will be good in the same way that like Marvel movies please people, and right. I'm totally cool with that. Right. You know right. I mean? Like that's totally cool. Is there? Again, she still has a young career. She's only yeah, been yeah, yeah, yeah. she's only been making movies for maybe what 2010, so but this decade basically. This is it, yeah. So it's not like I'm saying I don't want to see her making like, well, well, that's that's it for Jessica Chastain's career. I don't want to do well, that. It's, it's the Fassbender thing where you're like, <laughs> it's like I've seen you, yeah, put on some of the most insane performances that are just like so incredible, yeah. And now you're making five X Men movies, yeah. Now you're in it too, like. Listen, no offense, but you're, you're so much better than this. You're in you're in, you're in the tree of life. Like, you are in the tree of life. Right. You Oscar, you have two Oscar nominations on your belt. Like, where's it? I'm not saying she's another Zero Dark Thirty, but no, no, no. But like, where where's another Zero Dark Thirty? Yeah, for real. Cause you got it. Yeah, you got it. Absolutely. You. It's just like that. Yeah, and like I'm looking at her like upcoming shit. Yeah. She's got like fucking seven movies in pre-production. That makes sense. I've Again, never sure. heard of any of these. <laughs> the Division, like the Tom Clancy thing. Okay. No. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, sold already. David, Say no more. David Lich, though. Le- David who? Leach. Oh, the guy who did uh. Dead, uh Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool Atomic and Blonde. John yeah, Wick. Yeah. yeah, that guy. All right. I mean, is that? Yeah, I think that's like the the Dave the, the, the Tom Clancy game. I think they're doing like okay. That so that's probably gonna suck. Um, <laughs> I don't know video game movies, you know, except for Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. She's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But uh, a bunch of stuff I've never heard of. No, but it isn't she say Fazbender because it is kind of like the same kind of corollary. Yeah. Where it's like Fazbender's been on like a downward slope for a while. I mean, he was the guy. He was the guy. He was supposed to be like the next big fucking thing. Right. And he put out such good work. Right. Like crazy. He had a crazy streak, I think. I don't know. No, he, he like, did. And then, yeah, again, I mean, with Fazbender, you know. You, I mean, you're, you're married to Alyssa Vikander, you're taking a break. Yeah. You have a kid. I think you have a kid now. I think so. Live life. Yeah, Please, go absolutely. go ahead. But it's just like at a certain point, but it's like... But if you're going to live life, <laughs> and you're going to also be making movies, please don't make X-Men movies. Please don't make... Yeah. Like, you're, Please, you're, way, you're way too good to be in the X-Men movie. Just, just anyone think. else can play that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're way too good at this. But yeah, James McAvoy, make all the X-Men movies. <laughs> You you peaked with Chronicles of Narnia. Like I'm, you, you just you're not. He peaked with Atonement for me, and that was God. I had such stock on him. No, but with uh, with Chastain, it's is, like is McAvoy in there? No. Do you want to put him in there? No, no. Remember, we can't do our own homework. I know. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind talking about his career. I wouldn't mind neither. Because I think it's fascinating. I, I do too, and, and and it kind of breaks my heart. Because, it is very heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Again, I, I still have all the stock, and I don't know what to do with it. Um, Good luck. Yeah. No, but um. No, I I. I 
like you said, like talent-wise, we've seen Jessica Chastain can be one of the best actors of our generation. Yeah, she's essentially like, she, I hate using this term because so many people use it, but like when she pulls out all the tricks. Yeah. She's kind of that actor who's like, oh, they're a force of nature. Right, right, you know right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. Like, I think that she kind of fits that bill pretty perfectly. Absolutely. And it's yeah, so it, it would be great to kind of see her in something in a material worth her talents. Man, who would you peg to like? bring her back into the fucking forefront. A director? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know why, come, I don't know why it comes to mind because I, I think I'm just pissed off at him because he hasn't made a movie in five years now. It'd be interesting to see what David Fincher could do with her. Yes, it would be. Yeah. That's very, I want to see her do that Zero Dark Thirty role again. Right. I want to see her fucking just, just furious and like relentless. Right. And, you know what I mean? Like she's just... She's a bad bitch when she wants to be. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah, like, like David Fincher, D. Rays can probably do something with yeah. her. Um, Honestly, I know that we just got done talking about him a lot, and maybe it's just because I've been watching him. I'd love to see, and I know that he can't do this because he only directs men, but Michael Mann putting her in like the lead of like some kind of intense. Oh, shit. Yeah, that'd be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would love to hear her fucking ring off some Michael Mann uh, dialogue. dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Her firing off a gun in a Michael Mann movie? Oh. Yes, I, I don't know if I can handle that. I, yeah. <laughs> like physically? I have to watch that in the privacy of my home. <laughs> I, I just, wink, wink. I just winked at Toby. <laughs> or out with people. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, No, that'd, that'd be interesting. No, but it, yeah, it would be good to see her work with like a director of, because she's such a fan of directors as well. She's such a yeah, cinema yeah. fan. She's such yeah. a cinephile. It would be great to kind of see her work with someone of that caliber again, like yeah. a Bigelow again, like a Malick again. Right. Um, even like a, um, um, uh, a J.C. Chander again. Like, oh, sorry. No, I think that was a bug. Oh. Even like a J.C. Chander again, like, was almost violent year. Like, someone, like, work with someone of that caliber again yeah. to bring something really out of you. Yeah. I'd love to see her in, like, an action movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, you know what you just said? I just want to see her shoot a gun. Yeah. I just want to see her in a fucking long trench coat shooting a gun. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. This is very disrespectful. <laughs> um, I don't have, yeah, we don't have time for another one, but no. yeah, that was Chastain. Like, yeah, again, like, Chastain. You, know, you, you kind of you called it like it's going to be in like a downer note, just kind of like the, the scale of the movies that she's yeah, been in. Yeah, it starts out strong. So, so, in, like, Doesn't start out much stronger than that. No. And it's like, if you're, like, I remember, thinking, then, I remember thinking back then, 2011, it's like seeing all these movies, like 2010, 2011, seeing all these movies, like, if you're going to start off anyway, this is the way to do it. Yep. Just in front of all, everyone. All these movies, all these genres, something for everybody, get an yeah. Oscar nomination out of it. Right. Go from there. Yeah. And then, yeah, now we're just talking about how much money Dark Phoenix lost, so there you go. Yeah. And we can't even, end on Dark Phoenix, but yeah. I guess as. As all things must end <laughs> with Dark Phoenix. <laughs> Scott Jean! Oh, God. She would be kind of a good Jean Grey. She would have a great Jean Holy Grey. Holy shit. Like, yeah. what are we doing? I don't, well, yeah, why Sophie Turner play Jean Grey? <laughs> what are we doing putting Jessica Chastain in a movie and not having her play Jean Grey? I think that kind of... How I, have I never thought of this? I think that... Have I'm, you thought of this? I, a little bit. Especially when I saw her in a movie with the white hair and they see stand next to Sophie Turner, I'm like... But Chastain's a redhead. Sophie Turner can't act that well outside of Game of Thrones. Why don't we just switch the old swaparoo right or there? Or just take Chastain and just take out Turner entirely? Like, again, that might be that, I, that might be the entire that might be the entire thesis of the X Men movies in a nutshell. I think. Why Jessica isn't Jessica Chastain playing Jean Grey? And I've I've been thinking about who could play Jean Grey for years. Like, because <laughs> I, I always I'm always thinking about who I would cast in the X Men movies. Yeah. Who I would cast in the Fantastic Four movies. Yeah. And. 
Jean Grey has always kind of been like an anomaly to me because I'm just like, what do you do with her? Right. You know, that's a really hard character to nail. It's hard in the comics to nail. It's let hard, alone, really hard in the comics. Let nail. alone the like the movies. Yeah. But hello, yeah, Jessica Chastain. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Wow. That's a good way to end the podcast. It's perfect. Jessica Chastain is Jean Grey. Let's get that going. Let's get the. Let's go, Feige. Right. Let's make it happen. Let's go, man. We don't need an origin story. No, please, no. For Jean Grey, please don't. Please don't do it. No. Please, let's just skip hit, the whole first class thing. Hit the ground running with Jean Grey. Let's just go. Let give me the original five. Yeah. Make it nice and fun. Yeah. Oh man. Can we talk about real quick thoughts? Mahershala Ali's Blade. Stoked about it. Okay. Come on, like I mean, like uh, probably the most exciting thing to come out of that Marvel camp panel for me. Yeah. You know, um, I really. Oh, lo- I think no. I think for me it was uh, the the fact that Natalie Tony Portman. Oh, oh, oh my God. Come on. No, on one hand, okay. Well, all right. Let's, I was gonna say. Let's no, do it. Yeah. I was, no, I was gonna say when Natalie Portman is really disappointing she's coming back. Okay. So. No, despite the fact you could tell she did not want to be in those movies. No. So the fact that like. Even well, Feige was like, I, we, we've, been keeping, we've, been kind of, we've been keeping contact with her. Like, really? I'm sure she saw the receipts for like Endgame. Like, oh, they made how much money? Yeah, okay. She, maybe she's a fan of Waititi. Maybe oh, she, maybe, maybe yeah, she yeah. talked to him and she was like, oh, I fucking love this guy. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'll, um, play, I'll play Mighty Thor for this guy. Here's my problem with that. Okay. And I think we talked about this uh, when they did it in the comments, when Jason Aaron did this run. Oh, that's right. You don't like women. Yeah. Yeah, I really hate women. I really only like white people. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> I love every time we joke about that. He's doing so straight. No, <laughs> Where someone could my, be like walking by, like, well, I'm sorry, what? No, I, I really can't stand the idea that, like, I mean, Thor doesn't get enough respect in these movies as is. As you don't think so? I think Ragnarok. I think Ragnarok on he does. I think mm, I would not argue that. I would I would argue before Ragnarok. Um, oh no, they didn't know they didn't know what to do with him before that. They thought he was boring. Yeah. So they didn't put any effort into it. No, they thought, Ragnarok, they thought it was like a boring Shakespeare character. So they Ragnarok's played like that. a fun movie, but yeah. it's also only fun because it's kind of like Oh, it's making fun of the last two movies. It's kind of just making fun of Thor. It's oh, kind no, of just absolutely. like this is nerdy dumb shit, right? No, absolutely. Losers. That, that's exactly what it's doing. And but it, it works. It works. Well, I'm just kind of like well, No, I, I get I it. I kind of like Thor. No, and, uh, no, dude, listen, you're talking to a guy who loves Thor. Right. So that movie happens, and then uh, Endgame spoilers. Um, he has the best scene in the movie. He, I mean, he's he's kind of the best thing in that movie. He has the best scene in the movie. Yeah. What, what, what do you think it is? Well, when it comes to Wakanda, but also when he's talking to Rocket. No. My favorite scene of the movie is when he calls the hammer from when he's in the Dark World timeline, and he's like, "I'm still worthy." And oh, Endgame like, or Infinity War? Endgame. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Infinity War. Sorry. No, Infinity War. He has some good shit in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm skipping the end game just because... No, 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 end game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my favorite scene probably in the movie is when okay. he's, he's like, I'm still worthy. Right. Um, but then five seconds later, this is... I don't know if I just don't understand how Thor works, even <laughs> though he's like one of my favorite characters. No, you don't understand... MCU Thor. Let's get, let's get it right. But go ahead. So he's the god of thunder. Am I wrong? No. Okay, cool. So in this movie, mm-hmm. the end game movie... Uh, Cap- I, think I think you're going with this, and this is dumb already. Go ahead. You hate it? I, no, I, I kind of hate your art. Go ahead, go ahead. Cap, Cap gets the, the, the hammer. Yes, because he's worthy. I'm on board for that. Okay. I like this. Okay. I'm, I'm not excited for it, All right. but I like this. Okay. He looks great with it. It looks cool. Yeah. It's an exciting, like, kind of a fan-pleasing moment. Oh, you know sure. What I mean? It's a great action figure. Go ahead. It's a really good action figure. Mm-hmm. And then he proceeds to also master lightning, and he can shoot lightning out of it. I don't know about master. Oh, he uses he's shooting lightning and picking Thanos yeah. up and down and slamming him with lightning bolts. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I guess Thor's not the god of thunder and the hammer is? No, that's not how that works. I thought he was the god of thunder. He is the god of thunder. So why is Captain America able to use thunder? Because he's only Humidor. That's not, that's never been a thing. 
he, he can use it to fly. Yeah. He's never been like, this is my this is my lightning shooter machine. He can just cast fucking lightning out of his hands. No, oh, what, we were talking about Thor? Yes. No, no, absolutely no. Okay, yeah, Thor, he never needs the hammer to utilize his power. Right. It help, it's like Silver Surfer's board. He doesn't need the board, but yeah. it helps him utilize the power easier. Sure, okay. In the movie, it's just Captain America using using the hammer. I I I understand what you're I understand what you're okay, saying. Here's my problem. With no, that. I, I understand. Is the problem. now now Thor is irrelevant. He's now, not relevant. Well, th- that's how I felt. I felt like okay, so now Thor doesn't have any superpowers except for he's strong. No, because like that was my whole thing. He's the fucking god of thunder. He is the god of thunder. But now like so is so is Cap. No, he's not. He's doing the same thing Thor does. No, he doesn't. What doesn't he do? <laughs> he's doing the same things Thor does. He does all the same things Thor does, and now Thor's like just another guy. With another hammer. I did like how Thor was like, when they kind of switched the uh, hammers. Like, like, no, oh, give, I want the big one. Yeah, give me the, give me the bigger one. <laughs> no, that was like, I just, I, uh, I don't really love, I want Thor to be cool. No, I do too. I think he's the coolest. I like, do too. I get that he's kind of nerdy. Listen, you're talking to a guy who loves Walt Simonson's run. It's wonderful. It's the best, it's the best comic book run ever. It's really good. Um, Beta Ray Bill. I can do a whole hour of Beta Ray Bill. Oh, we will. We'll, <laughs> we'll run out of actors. Um... <laughs> No, but uh, what actor can play Barry Bill? Oh, let me tell you. God, I mean Jeffrey Rush. I don't know. No, just Jeffrey Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just going left field. Um, just fucking Rylance. Uh, he did the BFG. Let's do the BRB. Um, no, so my problem with that Jason Aaron run is I already feel like I'm struggling as a Thor fan mm-hmm. to get good Thor content. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I had just got I, his previous run with uh, Esad Ribic with, like... Yeah. Th- that's my favorite Thor story ever. Yeah. Uh, with the I love it because that seemed like a god. He's like, a god. The, the first issue where it's, like, he he's, actually answered prayers for being yeah, rained yes. on an alien planet. Yeah. That whole arc... He loved that. ...is awesome. And then you take away the hammer, and now he's no longer worthy. And I'm like, all right, I guess this is... You know, an arc to go down. But he's still a superhero. He's still four. Yeah, yeah, he is. But like, I don't know. Isn't isn't that? I didn't read the. I read like the first two issues. And I was uh-huh. like, fuck all this. Uh, but like, it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, great. He's not worthy anymore. I guess I should still like him. I, like he's unworthy, Thor. But and then they just gave his na- his his Christian name to Jane Foster. Well, I'm not Christian because he's not. You he's know, Norse, right? Right. No, but like. <laughs> No, and so now, I, it's, I kind of find I kind of I find it kind of funny that uh, for comic book fans who can accept a lot of shit, that's the thing they stumble on. Where it's just like she, I'm gonna stumble on it. For, no, I know, no, for this no, reason. I know, and you have before. But go ahead. For this reason, is uh, is Falcon gonna start calling himself Steve Rogers? That's the end of the podcast. We're done. That's <laughs> stop, stop. That's the that's the end of my podcast, everybody. I'm Toby. <laughs> I'm James. I'm Thor. <laughs> Are you? Are you Odinson? It's that easy. The crave in the back of my head. The thought's too big and insane. Why don't you spend your life in this pain? Why don't you wallow around in